Get ready to tap into the minds of the founding fathers of SEO. Rocket, rocket to the next generation of search engine optimization 3.0 with traffic that will put your website into a head-on collision. Decades of combined SEO expertise give their take on the world of SEO. Now, here are the princes of PageRank, the heroes of HTML, the sultans of search, the SEO, SEO rock stars. All right, everyone. Welcome to the SEO rock stars. It is 4.04 and we are found on November 22nd, 2016. If you're listening to us, this is Chris Boggs. And it's been a while since we've done a live podcast. Actually, it was since pre-election but we're not going to talk about that, Frank, are we? How are you doing, good sir? Doing well, mate. Um, got a new gig and uh, keeping busy and um, back in New York. So next time you're down, we'll have to do uh, dinner. No, that's what you said last time, but we won't get into that either after you left <laughs> me hanging there in Manhattan. Uh, anyway, a couple quick points. One is well wishes to our good longtime friend and, and amazing uh radio host and, and SEO expert and marketing expert and an all-around good person, Jim Hedger, um, who had a recent health scare and, and was uh, successfully um, cured or bought back, etc., whatever you want to call it, uh, into being able to go home and hang out. Um, so um, let's everyone give well wishes to Jim Hedger up in Toronto. And then also um, we want to, on a lighter note, uh, thank – Advite, um, who reached out to us uh, in earlier November, and we're going to talk about uh, the blockchain topic in, in an upcoming uh, episode on his suggestion. So thank you, Advite, for reaching out via uh, – actually, he ended up reaching out through our submission form for my website, Web Traffic Advisors. Uh, but, um, you know, you guys feel free and ladies feel free to reach out to us through Twitter uh, Facebook and however you can, and we can bring topics up. But there's uh, this blockchain uh, uh, topic is uh, a pretty good one, I think. That could be something that uh, will be um, something that is of a future SEO significance. But we got a lot of great content that Frank, as always, you have curated for us. And the first and most important thing, as we mentioned, uh, there was uh, no show really live recorded since uh, earlier this month. So um, on um, November 14th, Barry Schwartz posted at the roundtable, was there a Google search update on November 10th? So uh, there's some random chatter going in the webmaster world about zombie traffic. Seasick Modcast picked up, and as well as AccuRanker and Al, Al Guru. Uh, picked up on an update around um, the 10th, but SERP metrics, advanced web ranking, Rank Ranger, and others did not. So it seems like a mixed bag. Uh, I know that I was just checking some search console uh, search analytics and looking for that date. I did see a couple instances where it looked like there was a drop-off in impressions uh, the day after. Some of that could have been because uh, uh, the day after um, or two days after was a Saturday in, in these particular cases that I'm looking at. But the traffic stayed steady, so it's possible maybe there was an algorithm update in the instances that I'm looking at. Um, some you know stupid rankings uh, were taken out, which is good. Uh, if that impression line stays low, 
and you got impressions and clicks checked in Search Console, but your clicks don't move, that's probably a sign that Google might have done something in terms of uh, rankings for irrelevant terms. Frank, do you uh, take a look well, into that data sometimes? Yeah. I, I mean, I definitely keep track of a lot of different things. And when there's mention of the possibility of uh, algorithm update, I, I have some go-to terms and, and different industries that I've worked in and know pretty well that I check on. And there has been some move, but the, the complication there is Google's also recently uh, shifted over to using uh, mobile uh, as part of the, uh, you know, the search setup. So, you know, you, it's hard to differentiate right now with all the different things. It's like when we've had instances where there's been a pendant and a, a rather a panda and a penguin update right around the same time and you, you're trying to differentiate what it is that you may have done right and done wrong, whether it's the quality of the content or the quality of the inbound links. You know, it's, it's that sort of scenario this month. There have been a few changes to uh, how Google is ranking things. So uh, exactly what caused this, it's pretty hard to do. Yeah. So that's, I think, a great seg, by the way, into our next topic, which is from November 9th, uh, you know, all about the Google Mobile First Index. This is from Barry Schwartz also, but this time at Search Engine Land, again, November 9th, uh, FAQ, all about the Google Mobile First Index. So uh, there were some announcements, uh, as we've discussed and alluded to, and I think we actually specifically discussed it on one of our last shows we recorded um, it's uh, Google begins mobile first indexing using mobile content for all search rankings, right? Um, and it's looking primarily at mobile content rather than desktop when deciding how to rank results according to this, you know. And then that, I think that this particular article that's being referenced in Search Engine Land might have confused a few people as well because of, you know, w what does that mean, you know, if, if for example, uh, you know, your site doesn't rank well on mobile and let's say you haven't taken the time to uh, create text that's going to size nicely, uh, links that are far enough apart, you know, some of these mobile first uh, user experience types of things. Uh, so I think that there's right now, I would say, especially given the number of articles we're going to cover in today's episode, quite a lot of chatter on the mobile first index. So let's start about this one, uh, which is, you know, what is changing? Um, and, and Google started to use the mobile version as their primary search engine index, a search index and blah, blah, blah. What if I don't have? Google said not to worry. If you only have a desktop, we'll continue to index your desktop. My mobile site has less desktop content or less content than my desktop. Should I be nervous? Well, what do you think about that one, uh, Frank? Well, that's the whole thing. I mean, yeah, sure, you're not going to get knocked completely out of the rankings, but I think there's a thumb or, or maybe a pinky on the weighing machine when it comes to favoring mobile. So if you do happen to have a, a good, quick mobile version, because that's the other part. If you've got a mobile version and it's a crappy mobile version, you know, you haven't tweaked things and someone else has got a desktop version that just happens to load pretty quickly into mobile, uh, obviously they'd get, you know, a bit of an edge. But there, there has been talk. I know Jan and, and, and Barry themselves have mentioned that, um, the mobile friendly criteria aren't being used as, you know, as an algorithm influencer. But if they're doing mobile first, it's, you know, you just can't think that they're blindly going, okay, if you, if it comes between desktop and mobile, we're going with mobile. You know, there's got to be an element that weighs the two against each other. And 
whether it's a mo and that's the other part. The mobile friendly tester also tests the desktop. And a lot of times the desktop, and I very rarely, I've seen it once out of the tens of, of sites that I've tested in, in that tool where desktop is lower than mobile. It seems that the desktop one always gets a, a better. Yeah. So it's, it's well, tough. with the other point there too, I think, and, and you know, you got to look at it from Google's perspective is it makes sense. I mean, why would they want to invest their technology and, and, and time bandwidth to crawl two versions of practically a same site, right? So if you have a go, a mobile one, they're going to count that content. You know, Paul Har from Google reiterated in this article uh, by saying index of mobile, mobile pages for mobile users and index of desktop pages for desktop users won't happen, right? So that makes sense in that case. Um, you know, and that, that being said, um, if they're only going to have to choose one, uh, why not choose the mobile, right? Especially if the world and, and the majority, uh, if you really look at the numbers, especially outside of the U.S., of the people that are using mobile over desktop, that is going to, why not have that be the chosen version? I mean, absolutely, because mobile now represents more than 50% of searches. So obviously Google, it's smart on Google's part to use the rankings for the device that's getting you know, the most searches because, you know, it's just smart business sense. Why put something up from desktop that may not have as good a user experience as something that's already been optimized for mobile? So, you know, it's, we, we, so, you can't hold on to it should still be desktop. You know, I mean, that's hmm. sort of silly rant given that, you know, we're pushing upwards of 60 plus percent of searches being done you know, on mobile devices. Right, and it's one of those can't means won't things too, and you want to stand and be obstinate, and it's like you're getting told, hey, look, there's a huge flood coming. Ten years ago, your house was uh, five feet underwater, but fine, you want to stay there, you know, you're being told, right? So um, you should probably find a way to either get your house up on stilts, uh, create a tower that's flood dependent, and, and or, or, find, or move, right? And, and moving to another website that's more search-friendly is going to be something that is going to be thought about by a lot of businesses, both small uh, and even large in, in the case. I mean, I would say a lot of enterprise orgs, especially in, in areas where the websites are more often hit, you know, and by that I mean outside of, you know, route B2B or uh, parts manufacturers and stuff like that where basically they're, they're glorified catalogs, you know, most people are going to have to put mobile for, first. A quick side topic on this, um, the same post, Jen, uh, Jen Slegg, posted on November 8th, actually, the day before uh, that other one we just referenced, um, a quick uh, clarification uh, from Method, which is Gary Illich uh, from Google. Um, so she asked, there's no change to the mobile-friendly criteria with mobile first, and pages there still get the mobile-friendly ranking boost if mobile-friendly. Um, so that's the... Gary Illich responded, no, change there, just switching the indexed content source to mobile version, i.e. the direct opposite of what we have now. So um, right now, site owners only need to check their pages from Google Mobile Friendly Test to see uh, whether or not it gets the boost. And uh, 
So don't forget, if, if you're wondering, there's an easy way to check. Just search in Google. Google, it would be probably fun. You could do it in Bing and probably find it as well. Uh, but search for a mobile-friendly test. Uh, there's a cool one there, too. There's also mobile speed test. Um, so I think the mobile-friendly test gives you both tabs. I can't remember, but um, the uh, you know you can do mobile speed tests, and, and you can actually do web speed tests, and it will give you desktop and mobile speed versions. So those are good ones to go search for in Google. Uh, Frank, before we go to break, any other uh, quick topics well, on this one? We're going to come back from break with a couple more mobile topics. But the, uh, the thing that I think that people have got to start looking at is We've shifted to uh, more importance being on mobile. Uh, are you, you know, creating AMP pages and, and what's, what's going on with that? And then the other thing that is now sort of taken for granted, but uh, I don't know what the percentage is of the number of sites that have got it, but the use of SSL certificates, you now the HTTPS shift, that, you know, it's gone the way. People are now worried more about what's going on with mobile, but... We know that the SSL and the HTTPS definitely gives a lift in ranking. Not very significant, but if you're going to make a change to mobile, if your website's not responsive or you know you, you think that what you've got isn't good enough and you're going to change, you may as well do it all at once and not go, oh, hell, we forgot about you know, changing it over to HTTPS as well. Yeah, and it's funny. I was gonna. It's funny. I was just thinking about that the other day. How no one seems to be talking about HTTPS now because of this recent mobile thing. And and frankly, also, I'm sure there's a lot of people that are wondering how we've gone. Uh, you know, 12 minutes without talking, saying the word AMP. Uh, but this show is not about AMP. Uh, that's another solution, right? And and we're talking about now having a mobile-friendly site, right? So let's yeah. keep two separated as well. Uh, but we're going to go to break here, and then we'll be right back with you. We're going to talk a little bit more about mobile, including a little chat about Bing Mobile. Uh, so let's um, go to break and stay with us. We'll be right back on SEO Rockstars. We'll be back with more SEO Rockstars right after this. Is your website hacked? Is your website displaying error messages or loading slowly? Even if there are no signs of malicious activity, your site may still be compromised. Websites, like cars, require regular maintenance to perform at their best and not leave you stranded. At Fjord, our website maintenance experts can help you assess which one of our maintenance plans will best support your needs. Visit FjordDigital.com or call 612-877-3840 and get the support and protection your website and business deserve. That's F-J-O-R-G-E Digital.com. Do you have cold, hard cash burning a hole in your pocket? Let Cranberry Radio lighten your load. Just hand us that burdensome dinero, and we'll get you set up with your very own radio show. We produce, edit, and amplify the show. All you have to do is show up. It's time for you to make an impact. We're glad to help. Just hand over the cash. Space is limited, so contact us now at sales at cranberry.fm. Looking for a better way to get more traffic and interaction to your Facebook page? Imagine Facebook interactivity on your page like you've never seen. 
Introducing your new Facebook marketing fix, So Social, the new and revolutionary way to easily manage and automate your Facebook contests and sweepstakes. Create a fun, easy-to-win contest by writing a simple Facebook post. Watch your post go more viral and generate loads of interaction. Track your traffic and generate email lists with ease. So Social is mobile-friendly and complies with Facebook terms of service. Let So Social give your Facebook page some flash today. Zoom over to zosocial.com. Online anytime. This is Cranberry Radio. Cranberry.fm. Now let's get back to jamming and spamming with the SEO rock stars. All right, everyone. Welcome back. This is the SEO Rockstars. It is 420 on 1122 if you're listening live. Thanks for listening to us on iTunes and iHeartRadio here for Cranberry FM. Um, so let's get to our next uh, topic related to mobile, which is that Bing search will not do a mobile search index. And as we can expect, uh, one could spin this as being a bit of a, a cool, and, and I would even spin it as being almost snarky. At Bing, we maintain a single index that is optimized for both mobile and desktop to ensure our users continue to receive the most relevant, fresh, and consistent results no matter where they are, Olson told the SEM Post. So I, I could certainly you know, uh, create a pretty funny headline that would be clickbaity uh, in terms of uh, you know, saying Bing says their, theirs is better so they don't need to do mobile first. But uh, what did you get out of this uh, article other than I think very interesting news that uh, Bing you know, isn't planning on going the same direction as Google uh, uh, from what I we did. just talked about? It's definitely a smart move on, on the part of Bing because what they're saying is that they're ranking, you know, they're not creating a mobile first. They're doing it purely on what the content is on the pages, be it mobile or be it desktop. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how long that lasts given that there are a lot of really poorly uh, designed for mobile websites that are desktop only and they're impacting the users. So. <clears throat> it could impact how many people, you know, Bing has actually had an upswing in their market share of late. So uh, if they don't make this change, it's possible that with everyone moving to mobile, they'll just go, oh, Bing, look, you're leaving the ball behind and we're, we're all shifting back over to Google. So it'll be interesting to see how that goes over the next, you know, six months or so. Well, it might even make me, but the thing is, I have an Android phone, so I'll be typically using Google for my searches. But, um, you know, I guess if I did you have a reason to use Bing, I would check it out. Um, I wouldn't know how to get there personally, but I guess I could go search Google for Bing uh, the way that uh, some people like to go to Yahoo through Google. So for the last couple topics on mobile, I thought you did a great job curating uh, some really instructive type of content and both from search engine watch was i was happy to see uh back-to-back -back days 11 14 and 11 15 2016 uh the first one is actually from uh amanda de silvestro 
Uh, on the 14th of November, 2016, Google Mobile First Index had a preferred business. So we're going to skip through the top part, which describes what we've talked about just recently. Uh, but really, um, how your business can be prepared leads off with what I just mentioned. Uh, I'll tap myself on the back there. Uh, unlike Frank, I won't share anything on Facebook about it gloriously, though. Uh, but I'm just kidding there, Frank. That was actually a good <laughs> share. Uh, Make sure to run a mobile-friendly test. So there's a link there uh, to the uh, Google test that I talked about. There's a Google mobile guide, uh, and there's a how-to guide. So optimizing, there's, I think, a good list of uh, things to do here. Frank, what are, what are some of your favorites in this list on this one? Well, I mean, I like that you know it looks at site configuration for mobile, and it also looks at structured data testing because, <clears throat> you know, I mean – there's just so many things going on right now. What you can do to, you know, best practices to be, you know, search engine friendly. Forget about mobile friendly or desktop friendly. What we as marketers need to be is search engine friendly. So if they say it's mobile, then we've got to work towards mobile. They're, they're using a lot more uh, structured data, schema, things like that. Uh, it's testing how that is being applied and how it impacts the mobile results and stuff like that. That's something that needs to be tested. I haven't seen anything written about that part of it, whether or not you know, schema impacts mobile uh, site loading and things like that. So, I mean, there's a bunch of stuff in here using Search Console to verify things. Uh, it's, it's a good basic article for people that want to have a really good grasp of what you should be looking at as things move in the way that the algorithm looks at your website, be it mobile, be it desktop, be it you know, schema, however. You, you know, these are things as an online marketer and an SEO that you should know, so it, it's a good list. Well, one of the things that this article, I think, is evident of, and that really the chatter at the conferences that I was at recently, um, is that, you know, kind of the Star Wars, what is old is new again, is people really are talking about building a separate version for mobile, right? And it, for the longest time in the last few years, it's been responsive, responsive, responsive. Everyone's been pounding the responsive drum, but now people really are considering, you know, what is yeah, the better no, alternative? Agree. Um, you know, is it going to be cheaper for us to go responsive with our desktop site, or do we want to actually just create a different M version? Because uh, a lot of the recommendations in here are talking about building a mobile site, running a text testing tool, you know, to test robot text to make sure the mobile version is accessible. Little, you know, little things like that that are going to change things back to what a lot of SEO best practices have sort of evolved to be in the last few years, right? And because as one thing we know, other than uh, what is old is new again is pretty similar, is that the only constant is change, right? And that, uh, you know, we have to, as SEOs, be willing to, uh, abandon the responsive drum if in the specific, uh, you know, the other, I guess the only constant is change was a good one, but what I really should have said was that everything is custom, all right, and that every site and every industry is going to dictate whether you need to go and build, uh, or, and your own business is going to dictate, and your own structure and back end is going to dictate whether you need to build a mobile different uh, sort of uh, uh, entity, right, Frank? Yeah. And, and, you know, interesting that, you know, segueing over to the, to the next article that was written the day after on the 15th by uh, Gerald Murphy, uh -huh. uh, he's, looking, he's looking at the um, voice part of it, the audio part of it. And 
you know, we don't talk into our laptops, but I mean, we, you and I discussed this, you know, voice search and everything and audio search this time last year, I remember. And it's only just gotten more. I mean, you see it all. I can be on a train. I can be in the middle of the city in New York. And I, I hear people go, okay, Google. <laughs> it's, it's like one of the most, you know, used phrases that people that you hear, you know, overhear people using it when they have their phone in hands now. It's, it's classic. I'm just tweeting it right now and saying that we just covered it live on SEO Rockstar. So don't forget to check me out at Boggles on Twitter. And Frank Watson is at Aussie Webmaster. We are at SEO Rockstars. So let's take another break now. Uh, we do need to obviously hear from our wonderful sponsors. And then we're going to come back and split away from mobile for a little bit. We'll talk uh, a little bit about uh, a key Trump, a potential key Trump appointment when it's related to SEO and the net. And then we're going to talk about a couple other one-off items that Mr. Frank has curated for us. So stay with us. We'll be right back with you here on SEO Rockstars. Hey, let me want the commercial quick. Yeah, we're just looking at the time. We'll be back with more SEO rock stars right after this. Are you paying too much for your paid advertising or have you quit altogether because it seemed like a huge waste of money? Studies show that companies waste 25% of their PPC spend on average. The web marketing experts at WMETraining.com can show you how to make your AdWords account a lean, mean, converting machine. Whether you're just starting out or want to take your skills to the next level, we have a class for you. Contact the web marketing experts. Cranberry Radio is your new destination for education, entertainment, and engagement. Get educated and entertained by our panel of on-air experts and peers. And engage with us anytime by following us on Twitter, Facebook, Google+, and LinkedIn. So you can reach us before and after every program. Located on our new social shareable live streaming player. Access the new Cranberry Radio live stream player at our website, cranberry.fm. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. TopSEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Synergize your search engine education from 101 to rockstar level. Only on Cranberry Radio. Cranberry.fm. Let's get back to jamming and spamming with the SEO rock stars. 
And we are back for our third segment. Uh, thank you, everyone, for staying with us here on SEO Rockstars. This is Chris Boggs with Frank Watson. Frank, <laughs> Mr. Trump, soon to be President Trump, has named um, net neutrality foes to his transition team. Um, two outspoken opponents of the regula- uh, of the regula- of regulation. Um, have been named to the transition team. Um, is a visiting scholar at the Conservative American Enterprise Institute named Jeff Eisenach, and in the University of Florida's Mark Jameson will help guide policies for the FCC. Um, Eisenach also has served as a paid telecom consultant, made no secret of his opposition to broadband regulations. And uh, several months before the FCC passed the rules, he condemned the prospect of new regulations. So, uh, Frank, what does this bode for us uh, in terms of what, you know, we could consider uh, will continue to be a sort of a free place to do business uh, for SEOs? The biggest biggest part about it is, you know, and, and for people that don't quite understand net neutrality, there's a lot in it. But the biggest part about it is the throttling the uh, ability for the carriers to uh, throttle back uh, competitors uh, where, you know, for, like Netflix and, and Hulu and, and, and now every other channel, it's going to definitely impact, you know, if you're a cable provider uh, and you're, uh, you're, you're selling internet access and all of a sudden everyone's dropping your cable service but keeping the internet to you know, because we're buying Netflix and we're using Hulu to, to watch shows a little later and all that sort of thing, or we're using our parents, you know, in the case of my kids, using the parents' uh, access to uh, the Optimum or Cable Vision or whatever it is, that, that's being throttled. And, and their justification, you know, is, well, just buy some more, buy, a, you know, a, a higher quality. And net neutrality is trying to say, like, no, it shouldn't be that. It should be... This is what the access is. You shouldn't be able to throttle it back to give advantage to force you into buying, you know, the customers into buying an upgraded service. Uh, you know, it's different when it comes to things that are coming over the, the telephone or, you know, smart devices. But even that's starting to open up a little. And, and they actually created this in 2014. But there's been some pushback because you've got, you know, vested interests and it's funny that you've got these consultants working for mr trump when he recently you know yesterday made the comment that he wants to limit uh public officials from becoming lobbyists you know over a certain amount of time and and permanently for certain positions and things like that so it's a well this contradiction this guy jameson is an obvious idiot um you know i i I don't want to get too political here but um, you know, when you name someone who um, feels that, uh, so this guy, he goes, he's on record as a, uh, what's more, he also, Jameson also opposes current SEC Chairman Tom Lewis' plan to let consumers replace expensive set-top boxes, which we're paying, I have to pay one for one every month that's downstairs that we use once a month, maybe, uh, <laughs> because the, the women want to watch something upstairs and the boys want to watch something downstairs, right? So it's crazy, you know, that um, to let consumers replace these with, set, with free apps is, is something that would be a bad thing. This guy wrote an entire article about it um, at uh, techpolicydaily.com, and he says, RIP, America's robust video market. 
Uh, FCC Chairman Tom Wheeler has a plan for you, and he doesn't intend to let you refuse it. Last week, blah, blah, his plan forced creation of an app and a standard app license that would take over the video marketplace, uh, the most vibrant video marketplace of set-top boxes, those devices that almost all cable TV consumers choose to lease each month. So, uh, you know, the fact that on top of the fact that you know, the, this person is against the idea of a free app, maybe saving every American 20 bucks a month in fees uh, from from a cable company on top of the fact that, you know, it's anti-net neutrality. I think it sort of bodes uh, poorly, but hopefully it's the worst news that we as FCOs have to face. Who really knows uh, what could end up happening with the FCC over the next four years? Uh, but we do know that uh, as both optimizers and as paid search advertisers, uh, especially skirting around with social media and, and trying to drive authority and buzz around specific brands, uh, you know, there's always been laws sort of around making sure that you're disclosing if you're sharing something that's a client's, right? Uh, well, I don't think a lot of people have been doing that all the time, and who knows what could happen in the next uh, four years if there's a little bit more scrutiny and, and oversight placed into what's going on especially in part of the big SEO sort of bucket of tricks. Yeah, and you know, we have a couple that we might be able to squeeze in that actually <clears throat> I, the Janet mentioned on the 7th of November that Google had removed the uh, site links from the bottom of most search results listings. Uh -huh. I don't know whether that was – I think that must have been a test because I've been doing a lot of – Black Friday, Cyber Money promos and things like that leading into them. And I'm seeing them everywhere. So I don't know whether it's just the space that I've been doing it in or whether it, it yeah. Google may have been testing it and, you know, got heard a little backlash and stopped it. But if you're, you know, doing paid search. Uh, Maybe they're if, taking them out of the organics only. Uh, I mean, and, and, and trying to make the <laughs> ad units look even that much more appealing if I was going to be wearing a tinfoil hat. Um, I did a search for Nike um, shoes, and I'm only seeing uh, inline site links for sites that are in the ads, not in any organics. Um, so it is few, interesting. I'm still seeing a few, but it may just, you know, it quite possibly also may be that uh, – it's right around the holidays, and Google's got to make a change that would force uh, people to maybe buy a few extra ads. <laughs> Me well, being the yeah, a lot of these variants, uh, you know, I would have expected to see some of these sites. Um, or let's see, maybe if just running shoes without Nike draws anything. Um, interesting that I got a local pack there. The other interesting part about the real estate is I'm seeing a lot more four uh, deep AdWords uh, listings at the top and then at least three at the bottom. So It's because you uh, do all the money searches, Frank. Yeah, Yeah, I'm true, seeing the same thing, but uh, you know, three on the bottom is definitely starting to jump in a lot. It's like, why not just put the right-hand you know, right list back up there? Well, you got to have room for the um, shopping listings, of course, if you're talking about running shoes. And then yeah. you can squeeze four ads on the top, shopping listings on the right, and then you can have uh, a local map there, um, you know, because you want to 
help out local business. But in fact, it's not because you want to help out local business. It's because you want people to focus in on those four ads that are the only two real resu four results. And then there's in the news, actually. Minimal shoes may reduce running injuries, believe it or not. So uh, let's see. Roadrunner Sports has got a couple here. Uh, good for them. Uh, they've got these weird... Um, yeah. Anyway... So that was a good one too, Frank. And and um, the last one that we probably have time to touch on today is the website magazine article, uh, SEO testing with Google AdWords. This is always a fun uh, and important topic. I think uh, I don't know if we had already recorded another episode since the last Search Engine Journal uh, summit that I went to in New York when Larry Kim presented some of his data around uh, click-through rate testing and how it has to do with rank brain. But, um, you know, the, his, his, what Larry Kim said was to test using AdWords titles because now with the two extended, with extended titles, that's the same length you're getting as with um, an organic title. So if you test and you find a successful CTR with your AdWords titles, um, that's the one to pull into your organic listing, especially if it's in like positions five through nat nine, because that CTR is what's going to be, what rank brain is going to push you up to the top. So uh, sorry if I had said that before. Been, I mean, using, using PPC to, you know, to test things for SEO, you know, just purely on the volume, the conversion, your landing pages, you know, there's a lot of ways of testing. I actually use... <clears throat> I may pull an ad because it's got a really high click-through rate but a poor conversion rate, and then I use the, the text that I use in that ad in the description for an organic uh, play. Nice. So, yeah, there's a lot of ways of doing that, and, and definitely <clears throat> there's definite need if you're doing both to watch what's working in one and, and use some of that in the other. And if you've got separate uh, departments dealing with it, you should at least try and organize weekly or monthly gatherings where you can share information and benefit from each each other's insights of what's working. Nice. So it's the 22nd of November. That means happy Thanksgiving to all you Americans out there. Uh, and we will be back on the 29th, which will be the day after Cyber Monday. Uh, so hopefully we'll have some good topics to talk about in terms of organic movement for our clients and so forth. Uh, specifically around um, the Black Friday, Cyber Monday period. And uh, I'm sure we'll have some other topics then. Uh, Frank, it's been great. And everyone, thanks for joining us. And be back with us next week here on SEO Rockstar. Everyone, enjoy the turkey day. Cranberry Radio. The opinions expressed are those of the hosts and their guests and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cranberry News Marketing and Cranberry.fm. Rebroadcasts or retransmission of this content without proper consent is prohibited. 